Hey, 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 good morning and welcome. Happy hump day. It is the day before America's birthday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. I hope it finds you well. Uh, just remember, this is the last show of the week. Going to be off uh, the 4th, obviously, and the 5th. The show will replay both of those days. Just remember this. You can order online at allamericangold.com. I will be updating prices. I will put things on special as they become available. The gold markets will be closed here in the United States tomorrow. But they're open. So gold and silver will be trading the whole time. Uh, we, we've got just... Uh, we got economic data out today. Uh, we got so many things to talk about. We had jobs data out. We have two new nominees from the president for the Federal Reserve. And we have just incredible demand coming overseas. So right now, I'm going to tell you gold's up $13. If you go to our website, go to allamericangold.com, you'll be like, oh, gold's not up at all. Gold's flat. Uh, gold is $1,420, bucks, $1,420. After the markets close in New York, and, and a lot of you, you know, because I educate you, the gold market stays open for another hour. And when they call it electronic trading, we are starting to see a lot more volatility in that hour. And and a lot obviously during this rally, right, the buying. So during that hour, gold closed yesterday at at fourteen oh eight. So think about where we bed this week. Remember on Monday, right? Monday, hey, trade truce! Everything's great. I'm like, I'm scratching my head going, wow, I, okay. Right? But they, they were looking for some profit-taking, right? On two, Remember on Monday, I told you, wait a day before you buy. You know, there wasn't any really thing exciting out and available. Nobody lowered their prices. And then, of course, yesterday, go roars right back. Closes at 14.08. In the hour of electronic trading, Gold jumps another $12. And then for one hour, gold is closed. So gold essentially trades 23 hours a day. You know what's funny is it used to trade 24 hours a day. But after 9-11, was it 9-11? Yeah, after, I think it was after 9-11, uh, they, they cut it down. And then uh, the... or. It was either 9-11 or the financial crisis. And I'm sorry, I, I, and I'm almost positive it was 9-11, but neither here nor there. Gold trades 23 hours a day. So for that one hour after the New York close, gold jumps $12. I don't think a lot of it. I don't think a lot of it, but I'm watching it. And then it's closed for an hour. And then it reopens in Asia. And the weirdest thing has been happening lately. 
you, we start to see huge volume in the when gold opened in Asia, which would have been uh, we had been looking at about three o'clock Arizona time, three p.m. Arizona time. It's opened in Asia. Gold start jumping up ten to fourteen thirty. Up fifteen to fourteen thirty-five. I mean, gold ran all the way to four. You know, back up to where the high was from the other week, right? So back up to like fourteen forty. And and I'm thinking, and I've been watching this happen multiple times now over the last month or so. And I keep thinking to myself, is that central bank buying? Is that the Russians? Is that the Chinese? Is that the Philippines? Or is it some other new country that's out there? Because you got to remember, uh, when, when, when I'm talking about gold being up, this is somebody buying contracts. They're buying contracts or they're actually buying what? the For delivery. So it's one or the other. It's either speculators or central banks or somebody buying mints. Right, buying for delivery, uh, and the volume has just been incredible. Uh, so, so uh, be cognizant of that, because what seems to happen is when we roll into new, you know, when when America, the American traders wake back up again, you know, we like to try to suppress it. Tomorrow and Friday are going to be less intervention. Obviously, tomorrow we're closed here. Uh, and then Friday, I would imagine a lot of people are doing what I'm doing, which is, hey, we're going to make it a long weekend, right? I'm going to call that vacation because that's the new vacation in America, the long weekend. So it could be very interesting, the gold trade, uh, over the next 48 hours. So just just a heads up, when I'm telling you gold's up 12 or gold's up 13 or 14, and then you go to our website and it says, you know, it's flat or it's up a dollar or down a dollar, uh, that's why. Because of that hour of electronic trade, gold moved $12. Uh, but nonetheless, gold's at $14.20. We're going to talk about the economic data. Remember, jobs data today. And who Trump nominated now for the central bank? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Got to take the time. You know what happened this week? Just reflective of what I've been telling you. There's been there's a big change in the market, especially the gold market. It doesn't want to let you in. And you start seeing what the demand is, and you start paying attention. Bond yields today, the 10-year note hit another low, a 194. We now have negative rates in Germany, Japan, France, uh, Spain now getting ready. They're next, right? And, And you just see all of this negative yields. You know, Wall Street today... Uh, we got the jobs data out. This was the ADP. And then jobless claims, which is normally tomorrow, they put it out today. So we got two out of the three jobs report. Uh, f- Friday, we get the government number. Now, the way it normally rolls, the ADP number, this is a non-government number, 
tends to be the high number. And then usually the government number comes in below this number. And yesterday I speculated, does somebody know something about the jobs number ahead of time? Because like I said, the reaction from Golden, the violent reaction. I don't know, you know, obviously we don't know, they're not supposed to know. But the number, the ADP number came out this morning and so did jobless claims. Jobless claims, 221,000. So we're now really consistent here in the 220 range, uh, which which is uh, not high but not low. Right, we got below two hundred thousand. You know, at the at the end of the cycle, late last year, the number was coming in a little below two hundred thousand, two oh, you know, one ninety something, two oh five. Now we're squarely been in the two twenty two thirty range. Uh, it was pretty in line. Two hundred twenty one thousand first time jobless claims. The ADP number came in light. This was uh, job creation. Uh, looked like another rough month in the in June. Private companies added just a hundred and two thousand new positions, according to ADP and Moody's Analytics. That missed even the lowest estimates of a hundred and thirty-five thousand, and comes off week uh, a week May where they said uh, 41,000 jobs were created. Of course, that was the government side. The disappointment setting the stage for another possible letdown in the government number on Friday. This is what's got the 10-year note down today. Uh, This is why gold's up again today. Uh, Everybody now, remember, for a minute there with the trade truce. Hey, truce! People are like, oh, I don't know about the rate cuts out. Now the rate rate, rate cuts back on, back on now. Uh, and, and the 10-year note now at 194. Remember, the lowest we've seen on a 10-year was 137. I think we're going to take that out. I think we'll take it out uh, more, more. I think, I think we're closing in on $14 trillion of debt now at negative interest rates. And just think about that for a minute. Right, the, the, the. Wait a minute. We need to pay them for the right to borrow our money, and it's spreading everywhere. Uh, and everyone making analysis. I don't know. Is it 1987? Is it 1929? Is it 2006 or seven? I don't know. But the disappointment would set the stage for another letdown. Friday is supposed to say 165,000. So that number's been coming down. So this is a number uh, that you're normally seeing 180, 190. Where did the estimates? Now they're lowering to 165, but the numbers have been coming in far less than that. Uh, the economy growth, growth rate is significantly slowing. This was Mark Zandi. His company is the one that does this number, this ADP number. I think the risks are rising that it's going to stall out. Now, this guy is, he's not Larry Kudlow, 
but he's like his brother. I mean, this guy is so optimistic all the time. I mean, if you listen to him, you're going to get, like, the best possible spin. Okay, and he's one of the guys. You know, on the TV, you know, when they do this, they got, like, the four or five boxes, right? He's the guy. He's every Wednesday, the first Wednesday of every month, he's the guy on CNBC. And they, they interview him, they talk about him, and he's always saying how great everything is. Even last month, even the bad number last month, he was still pretty positive. The economy's growth rate is significantly slowing. Now, we've got to remember, Right? Slowing is one thing. Significantly slowing is another, right? Yeah, it's all in the in the details. The risks are rising that it's going to stall out. I think the economy is on the razor's edge, and this number is consistent with that view. And I'm thinking, wow, what, what, what a negative comment, right? Yet the stock market's up again. The stock, we're at all-time record highs. Which I, I hate to say it, right? The the last people to know is Wall Street because they want to believe to the bitter end. They don't give up until, like, the fat lady The fat lady has come out. Not only did she start saying, she's already finished the song and started on another song before Wall Street finally figures it out. The bond market's already figured. Listen, the bond market's ready to go to zero. That's what I think. I, I think we're, we're going to break below that 137. That's the all-time record low on a yield on a 10-year note. I think we'll we'll probably get to zero. Might even be negative. The dollar rally that we've seen since Trump has become president is over. It's over. And even the president today, man, is he all over the central bank? I'll get to it in a minute. But here's what has Zandi so worried. Because like I said, this is not him. This is not what he does. He is a cheerleader. He is a everything's great type of a guy. The job market continues to throttle back, he said. Job growth has slowed sharply in recent months. Businesses have turned more cautious in hiring. Small businesses are the most nervous, especially in the construction cent, uh, sector and, of course, the brick-and-mortar retailers. By the way, uh, J.C. Penney's get ready. They're on de- official death watch. Same source sales year over year. J.C. Penney's down 5.5%. Get ready. Companies with fewer than 50,000 employees. Now, how many companies have more than that? A handful? So essentially, companies with fewer than 50,000 employees. 
which is the majority of America. Right? I mean, really, when you think about it, you know, they always say, like, the consumer 70% of consumer spending or, or of GDP, right? The consumer 70% of GDP. Companies with less than 50,000 employees, right? They're, like, literally the entire economy. Saw another setback in June falling 23,000. So they actually had negative job growth. And I got to say this. This has to be a misprint. But I'm, I'm reading you what CNBC has said. Uh, I'm going to say this is companies with fewer than 50. Not 50,000. 50. Which is still, again, about 80 to 90. Well, probably probably 90% of all the businesses in America have less than 50 employees. They actually lost jobs. By the way, that's the second straight month in a row. We have negative job growth in small businesses. Uh, Companies with uh, up to 500 employees and, 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 and really, you know, all the way up that scale, all the job growth only came in these big companies, uh, which I said job growth at uh, 100,000, 102,000. Construction, though, fell by 18,000 jobs in a month where construction normally doesn't fall. Uh, so I have to see. I don't know if that's home builders. I don't know if that's commercial. Uh, I, I, you know, obviously it, it's construction related. It's probably both. Uh, by the way, uh, natural resources and mining down uh, four thousand as well. Service related. This is usually the big, big number. Was only at one hundred and seventeen thousand. Well below education, health services, fifty five thousand. The business and professional. So these are people that actually make some money. Uh, only 32000 So a very weak jobs report. I think that's going to lead to a weak jobs government report, which is going to drive bond yields lower, the dollar lower. It's going to drive gold higher. Uh, so be prepared. 800 951 0592, it's time. Listen, it's time. This is not the gold market. You know, you forget, right? I mean, from 2011 to 2019, right? The gold market was soft. It's not this market anymore. There has been a major change. And I'll just tell you so here's the number we're looking for. I'm looking for 1438. So right now, uh, gold is fourteen nineteen fifty fourteen twenty. I'm looking for fourteen thirty eight. We break fourteen thirty eight, right, and up we go. Right, there's nothing there in the chart, so we're going to start this climb up to that fifteen thirty five. Remember, that's really the next big resistance point. It's not to fifteen thirty five. Uh, I think we could see 1535 uh, before the summer's over. I mean, I think we're going to see much higher than that, unfortunately. That's just my my thought on this. 
I, I not only are we going to get we're going to get a rate cut in July, we're going to get more rate cuts before the year is over. There's been a major shift. Look at small business. Second month in a row of negative job growth. They're always first. You know why? Because we have to be. Right? We don't have billions of dollars and and banks lining up to throw money at us. Right? Banks are always looking at what. How do we, you know, how do we cut this guy off? When you know you're a small business guy, they they're done hiring. It's over. Matter of fact, they're going the other way now. President Trump tweeting out again, never been a fan of a strong dollar. And he also nominated two new people to the Fed. I'm going to tell you, talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Thanks to the genius of our founding fathers, the United States has become more prosperous than any other nation in the history of the world. A lot of that is because of the fundamental American principle that you get to keep the money you earn. This principle is embodied in our Constitution. For more than two centuries, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down attempts to tax people based on their wealth. That's why liberals needed the 16th Amendment before Congress could impose a federal income tax. In the 2012 Obamacare case, NFIB versus Sebelius, Chief Justice John Roberts and the entire liberal wing of the Supreme Court reaffirmed the Constitution's limitation on direct taxation of property. The Obamacare ruling confirmed that the Constitution remains a bulwark against redistributing wealth from the rich to the poor, also known, by the way, as socialism. As a result of this decision, Senator Elizabeth Warren is having a tough time fooling Americans into supporting her plan to tax personal property. Even the famous French economist Thomas Piketty, who endorsed Warren's tax plan, said this, I realize that this is unconstitutional, but constitutions have been changed throughout history. A President Elizabeth Warren might not be able to change the written Constitution, so she has another plan to get her socialist tax implemented if she's elected. She and other Democrats endorse a plan to pack the U.S. Supreme Court with progressive justices who share their political views. This plan to expand the Supreme Court would be the same kind of politicized court packing that President Franklin Delano Roosevelt tried to get through in 1937. The American people saw through that lie back then, and they'll do so again today. Americans don't want to see six Warren-appointed seats added to the Supreme Court so she can steamroll the Constitution. Warren had no difficulty finding some law professors to pretend her socialist scheme is constitutional. But most of those same law professors also insist there's a constitutional right to abortion and no constitutional right to carry a gun for self-defense. Warren is pandering to the left wing of her Democrat Party with her ridiculous court-packing proposal. It is socialism in disguise, and voters shouldn't be fooled. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? Connect with us at phyllisschlafly.com to hear alerts on rulings made by never-elected supremacist judges and to share your viewpoint. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800 uh, 9510592. You know, 
It's a different market now. Look at me. I mean, no one follows this market more than me. I mean, I flat out told you on Monday, hey, wait a day. Wait a day. Because I didn't like what I was seeing from the, the, the wholesalers, right? They weren't, gold fell $20 and no price cuts, no nothing. And then come to find out the very next day, not only does it take it all back, it goes even higher. Right, so we're higher now than we were on Friday, and and going higher again, and and now the president, we got two new nominees. Remember, Stephen Moore and Herman Cain, they're gone. We got two more nominees, but the president, who has been bashing the central bank, reiterated his call. He wants a fifty basis point rate cut, and he wants more quantitative easing. And remember, listen, let's call it what it is. And I love Trump. I do. I love him. Right? And I, I, I'll vote for him again. Do I like everything he does? No. Do, do, man, I, and I'll say this. I really hope there's some kind of a deal with China I'm not aware of. Because what happened uh, on Saturday was not good for us if there isn't. But, having said that, the one thing Trump cares about, what is it? You know what it is. Wall Street. He loves... I mean, if, if, if I was... You know, he's the stock market president. He values his success, right? He looks at his success through the eyes of Wall Street, right? Which I think is wrong, but okay. But that's what he cares about. In a tweet, Trump blasted China and Europe this morning for playing a big currency manipulation game. Listen, they've been playing it for years. Really, for decades. That's not new. He recommended that the United States must match or risk being the dummies who sit back and politely watch as other countries continue to play their games. Calling for a calling for even more easing, Trump followed uh, the latest tweet celebrating the new market highs. Right, we got this conundrum. We got record highs on Wall Street. And yet the president is saying, listen, we got to cut. And he's not just talking about cutting rates. He's talking about cutting rates and quantitative easing. My fear is we're going to get them. That's my fear. And my fear is we're going to get them because we actually need them. See, right now, and I will tell you this because I already know it to be true. The earnings aren't there. Matter of fact, we're going to have negative earnings growth for the second quarter. We are. And you're like, but why is Wall Street going higher? Because they're increasing the multiple. In other words, if a company, let's just say company A makes a dollar, 
Okay, they make a dollar for the year. Hey, we've got a million shares outstanding, and based on we made we made a million bucks after paying everybody and bonuses and this and that, uh, we made a million bucks. So we got a dollar per share uh, earnings for the year. Wall Street wants you to pay twenty dollars for that dollar, right? That's that's what they're talking about. And you'll hear these guys, oh, no, it's not that bad. It's not that expensive because rates are going lower. So we can have these bigger multiples. How do they know? Because normally when rates go lower, that means earnings are getting worse, not better. So that they're living in this world right now where they priced in for the rest of the year that earnings are going to get better. But yet, earnings are getting worse, right? Remember, I told you, I gave you the number, right? This is the second highest level ever in companies reporting negative guidance before their earnings. And what I'm worried about, and what all of you should be worried about, is the actual data itself says, hey, this isn't an insurance rate cut. Right? They want to, oh, though, no, we need some insurance. No, it's not an insurance cut. Something has changed. Right? Look at gold. What, what uh, Six weeks ago, gold was nothing. Well, it wasn't nothing, but you know what I'm saying. Six weeks ago, Gold was $1,267, and everybody was talking about gold's going lower. Now what are they saying? Every billionaire you can find throwing out numbers like 1700 Credit Suisse, gold's going to test the all-time high. See, they're right. And I think inside of these numbers, you look at the transportation index, you look at all these other things, and you hear the president. You hear him. You know, when they were raising rates a year and a half ago, he wasn't saying anything. But now, every every seemingly couple of weeks, he gets what? A little more agitated and a little more agitated, and a little more agitated. Let me give you a number. This number just came out. This was a number from yesterday. Orders for heavy trucks. Okay, that's your semis, right? Your big rigs. Plunged 69% in June. They were down... 71% 71% in May. So far in 2019, year-over-year declines in orders for Class 8 trucks is down up to 70%, actually 71%. This is the worst six months since 2010, right? So 2010, right? We're still in the the throes of the Great Recession. And they're saying that uh, shipping freight, right? The, The cargo freight keeps falling. And that all of these companies that had ordered all of these trucks... 
and now all of a sudden these trucks are hitting the street and now there's no volume for the truck. We're back talking Fed nominees. So there's two vacancies at the central bank that the Trump administration has been trying to fill. Right, His first two nominees, Herman Cain and Stephen Moore, they didn't even make it to the hearing. Right, This is one of those. Now remember now, this is another one of those. you got to get dragged in front of Congress. And uh, they're going to come back and say, well, you know what? In 1976, he said this or she said that. You know, one of those deals, a Kavanaugh deal, right? His nominees this time, so these came out yesterday. And one of them was very, very interesting. One of them... Christopher Walker, uh, he, he is already a part of uh, the Central Bank. He's director of research for the St. Louis Fed. The other one, though, was the one that was really interesting. He is tabbing, and it, this one, it's a female, which, you know, does that... Does that make a difference one way or the other? Not really. I don't think it matters. But the other one is a very, very strong advocate for going back to the gold standard. Her name is Judy Shelton. She is the U.S. executive director of the European Bank of Reconstruction and, and Development, and, and uh, he wants to put her on the board of the central bank. The White House is considering, uh, was considering her back in May, right, when Moore and Kane were out, to fill one of the two bankruptcies. She wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. It was titled, The Case for Monetary Regime Change. And this is something that that I really like about what the president is doing. He is not nominating like-minded thinkers. Right For so long now, this central bank has been inundated with what? Academics that all think the exact same way, right? That's all they've been appointed. Yup, give me another yes man. Get a yes man, yes man, yes man, yes man. And finally now we're starting to get some nominees that are what? Hey, you know what? These guys are driving us to the brink here. Do you know why guys like Dave Ramsey, people like you know Dave Ramsey, the guy got the big radio show, uh, makes a bunch of money telling you how to uh, pay off all your debt. Right? Talks beans and rice. Did you know what really what they're saying? 
right? What he's saying is, hey, you can't afford to be middle class in this country anymore. You can't afford to be middle class in America anymore. If you want to pretend to be middle class, you got to eat beans and rice. You can't buy a new car. What are you, crazy? No, you buy a used one. And not that nice either. Hey, it just needs to, and he's not wrong, need to go from point A to point B. That's not middle class. How about your 401K? How about that one? Right? What are they setting you up for? Well, they're setting you up because, right, they, they know you can't live off of that. Right? And, and here's the thing. Don't worry about taxes on your 401k. Because when you retire, if you're able to, hopefully you retire. So that way you're not working. So that way your income is going to be pretty low. And and so you'll, you'll get taxed at a lower rate. And you start thinking about that and you're like, wait a minute. What you're 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 conditioning me to set me up to be poor? Yes, yes. This is what they they've done, and now this nominee, and I don't know if she'll get uh, accepted or not. But she wrote an out an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. You guys can look this up for yourself. The case of monetary regime change. She is a major proponent of going back to the gold standard and has questioned the Federal Reserve's calibrating the money supply and the needs of the economy and of course what? Essentially saying, hey listen all fiat money goes to zero dummies and before it gets there, let me tell you what happens all of the money ends up in the hands of a few people and the vast majority end up broke. Isn't that what we have? Isn't this what we're seeing? Let me ask you this. If this expansion is really over, right? I gave you the jobs number. Second straight month in a row now, small businesses aren't hiring anybody. Matter of fact, they're firing people. If it's really over, and and we go into a recession or right now right we can all agree right we're probably back to uh best case scenario obama growth worst case scenario it's a horrible recession let's just say it's just your garden variety one how many more people are going to fall out of that middle class judy shelton Nominated to the central bank by the president yesterday, says, I know the answer. Go back to the gold standard. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment for the week. Final segment here, 800-951-0592, last show this week. Just go out to allamericangold.com, go to the shopping cart, uh, and start putting it away. Arlene will be here for the rest of the day. If 
you want to order the old-fashioned way, 800-951-0592. We got the jobs, ADP. Not only was it weak, uh, comments from Mark Zandi, his company does the report, very negative, calling it the razor's edge, said significant slowdown. Not slowdown, significant slowdown. Uh, and then, of course, the Trump administration's nominees, uh, Judy Shelton. She also, and by the way, I'll, I'll be getting this book. I, I'm going to order the book. Uh, she wrote a book in 1998, Money Meltdown, Restructuring Order to the Global Currency System. And she's also, as I said, a gold standard advocate, but she's also on record as saying if she gets put on the board, she'd take rates to zero. So uh, you can understand uh, the president today once again reiterating his call that the United States must match China and Europe when it comes to the currency. In other words, we, we need the weak dollar, right? You know, think about how this has changed, right? 20 years ago, king dollar, king dollar, strong dollar, right? Larry Kudlow. And and now the president's coming out, and what is he saying? Weak dollar, weak dollar, weak dollar, weak dollar. And and I think this is really the path. Unfortunately, I think this is going to be the path because we're headed in the wrong direction. In other words, the central bank already blew it. Let's just call it what it is, right? These guys can't find their ass with both hands, right? That's just the facts. We never should have raised rates in December. They did it anyway. And and now, guess what? It's a significant slowdown now. By the way, Atlanta GDP tracker, 1.5% for the second quarter. We'll see what it comes in. But from 4.2 last year to 1.5 this year, that's a significant slowdown. That's a significant slowdown. I hope they wake up. I really do. I don't think they will. Uh, But that's why you put it away. So uh, the gold market closed in the U.S., but it is open everywhere else tomorrow. Then on Friday, while we're off, we're going to get the government jobs number. If it's another low number, Let's just hope it's positive. Another low number. I think we're going, right, 1438 could come out. And if the 1438 goes out, right, obviously, right, we're going to climb. climb. You know, we're looking. We're targeting our first target, 1535. Uh, we could see, I mean, really, think about, could it be in next week? Could be. Right, the data just doesn't get better. 800-951-0592. Uh, by the way, I don't even know if I remember. Metals plants are all done. All done. All out. Let's we'll start looking for them. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'll talk to everybody on Monday.